get dip. Gotta get dip. Gotta get dip, 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 dip. Good morning. It's 9 a.m. on Monday, and you're listening to The Shoutout on Weagle 91.1 Auburn. I'm Isabel. And I'm Malin. Thanks for tuning in. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, or any of your favorite streaming services. Aw, dang it. Yo, I got that hit to beat the block. You can get that bass on below. I got that rock and roll. That future. Good morning, and welcome to The Shoutout. Um, so, we have some very special guests with us today. We sure do. Are they, are they on the phone? Yes, they are. Alan's in charge. Yes, I believe so. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. How are y'all? These are the 502s, everybody. Woo! Hey. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, do y'all want to go around and introduce yourselves? Yeah, sure. Sean, you go first. Hi, I'm Sean. I play drums in the band. Awesome. Hi, Sean. I'm Eddie. I play banjo and sing for the band. Awesome. This is Matt. Uh, this is Matt. I play keyboards and guitars and I sing. And uh, last but certainly not least, Joe Capetti. <laughs> hey, I'm Joe. I play horns. I sing a little. That's awesome. Okay. Do you want to give us a little fun fact about yourselves? That's usually what we have guests do. So yes. we do like a little introduction and then we all go in a circle and say a fun fact. I know it's a little silly. but oh, this, this is our favorite. I love it when this happens. Oh, oh yay. Okay, yay. that makes me feel better. All right. Keep the same order so, so we don't confuse ourselves. So, Sean, you answer all questions first. Are you ready for that responsibility? Oh, Ooh, that's, uh, that's a big I deal, Sean. That is a really big deal. It's okay. It's okay. I got this. Uh, fun <laughs> fact about me. Um, I came from the marching world, uh, with drumming and then I joined a folk band where I'm not doing anything drumming like insane like that. So, <laughs> you know, we um, could really happy. Good. That's was, really impressive. I was going to say we can relate a little because I spent a good 10 years of my life playing cello and then now I have a podcast. So there's a little flip there. I... <laughs> well, there's always learned lessons in the transfer, so it, right, it, it makes life interesting. I, and I think they're both really good stories. You know, marching. I feel like you're a little bit cooler. Marching band to folk band is pretty awesome. I don't know, man. Cello is an insane instrument to it learn is. and play and perfect. It is an amazing instrument. I really wish that I had focused more on it and didn't give it up when I got to college. But you know, we live, we learn. Maybe I'll pick it back up. Bring it back. We could start a band. <laughs> Maybe. Bring it back. You can, you can come on stage with us if you play the cello. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm calling my mom right now. I'm going to get her to bring my cello back to Auburn and I'll I'll practice my scales. <laughs> we actually, for the first time ever, we have a cello on the new album that's coming. <gasps> no way. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he like on a couple songs played. So we're like, we got to figure out how to do this live eventually. So there you go. You could be our answer. That You know what? I know a little bit about that. I'll, I, can, I can do that. That would be awesome. <laughs> Okay, um, so Sean, do you have anything, any more about your fun facts you want to tell us? Or should we move on to, I think Eddie was um, next. I don't want to, um, I want to hear the fun facts of the other guys right Okay, now. I'm ready for Eddie. I think that was next, I, right? Yes, I okay. think very good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I learned the banjo off of YouTube, self-taught off of YouTube. Okay, you okay. Go. That's awesome. Yeah, learning Mumford & Sons covers. That's that's the extent of my uh, I, fun fact. Love Mumford and Sons. Sons. Yeah. My I, mom used to play it all the time for us in the car. I learned guitar off of like literal just looking at the tab sheets and kind of like hoping that I was doing it right. <laughs> That'd be That's so exactly awesome. how I did it. There's this guy named Happy Banjo Dude. 
um, and he tabbed out every Mumford and Sons song, and so I just bought a banjo and struggled through learning those tabs. Right. But I think honestly, okay. everybody that I talk to that's successful, that's how they learned guitar. Like most mm-hmm. iconically, or not most iconically, but the one that I like remember specifically was Grace Vanderwall that was on America's Got Talent, right. and she like taught herself the ukulele when she was fourteen, and she came out when she was fourteen, and all my friends and I were fourteen. And so we all went to Target and bought, like, the $5 ukuleles. <laughs> and we're, like, determined to learn how to play the ukulele. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Too good. Too good. Okay, who's next? I forgot who is next. <gasps> hey, this is Matt. Um, so I could totally jump on either of those previous facts uh, from Sean that both Joe and I were also in marching band. Oh, my goodness. Know, the 502s. Um, and also, uh, Eddie's fact, I think... I'm pretty sure I also learned banjo off of YouTube at some point, but not the same channel. Um, I guess I'll also throw in the pot that I am currently in the process of moving to East Tennessee, uh, Johnson City, which is probably most known for being in the song Wagon Wheel, which is the song the 502s used to cover all the time. So that is the first thing I thought up. of when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's basically why I'm going there. Uh, not really. But oh, is it, why are you actually going okay. there outside yeah. the, the amazing song? Yeah, just um, uh, my my wife and I are moving there. It's uh, you know beautiful part of the country. We like the mountains. Um, you know, there's direct flights to Orlando. So uh, yeah, I think mean, I think it's all going to work out. We're excited. That's perfect. I love Tennessee. I toured a college in Tennessee in Memphis, but yeah. it was really cool. Okay, oh, yeah. I I already forgot who's next. I'm Joe. And Joe. I'm okay. Uh, Sorry, I got my order I'm mixed hop up. On this train. It's okay. I'm going to hop on this train. I did not learn how to play banjo via YouTube channel, um, but I did learn how to play saxophone that way. Um, oh, my gosh. That's actually that. really but impressive. My, That's impressive. But my actual my actual fun fact is that I am trying to run a 35-minute 5-mile or 5K or 5 miles in 35 minutes. And the reason why that is a fun fact is that both the Because We Had To and Could I Get Better Than This album are roughly 35 minutes. And so how I practice my run is I will literally start the album from the beginning and try to hit goal before the end. That's how that Taylor my... Swift planned for the Eras Tour, is she would get on a treadmill and run and sing her whole set list. Yep. That's like yep, that's, a that's crazy pretty much it. time. Catch me in the gym, and you'll literally see me dancing and singing along <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> Honestly, no shame, because on the rare occasion that I go to the gym, I fully am just on the treadmill to strut around to dance sometimes i pretend i'm like a model on a catwalk i'm trying to train Absolutely. for a half marathon right now and like i'll try to turn on just like oh my goodness i'll have to cycle through so many different types of music just to like keep myself going it's well put on you belong by the 502s that one yeah the new 502s oh, album it's gonna get me through my it's gonna get me through my half That's marathon <laughs> yeah tell us a little more about your tour and your album that y'all have yes. coming yeah we um uh... Well, the pre-sale for the tour starts tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. We, we announced it on Thursday last week. It's going super well in terms of the number of people signed up. So very excited. Um, it's all through the U.S. It starts in Florida and pretty much does a huge lap around the United States and ends up in Texas. And hey. it's our biggest tour ever in the U.S. and two Canada dates. First time we'll ever be on a tour bus, which is really exciting. <laughs> I'm sure y'all get some yeah. good stories from that. Yeah, that should be a, that should be a good journey, I'm sure. <laughs> and then um, as part of that, we're putting an album out at the start of the tour on April 12th. Um, first single is on February 9th. I know. I do have that marked in my calendar. I won't even lie. 
Nice. Very <laughs> sweet. Um, yeah, I, it's really cool because I feel like we're, like I said, we have a bunch of new sounds on the album with the cello and just others, you know, other instrumentation. And we got to kind of experiment with different guitar sounds and banjo sounds and stuff like that. So just really excited for it. Um, I'm sure everyone else has something they would like to say about the album, too. Yeah, y'all, y'all tell us. It sounds really, really awesome. It's um, it's really hard to compare a lot of albums, but I feel like this one really kind of stands out. And um, I think for a, like a long time, I was trying to find like which song was my favorite, but they really every single song on this new album is there's something really special about it. And I know that's like a semi like uh, like. Um, that's an easy thing to say, you know, being like self-promoting and all that, but it really is, there's a lot of really good stuff in every song on this album, and we're really excited to share it with the world. Yay. That actually answers my next question, because I was going to ask you which one was your favorite, or were you allowed to tell right. us? <laughs> I mean, the ones that are out right now, you know, are fun to talk about. Um, there's one song that uh, Ed released on the Instagram not too long ago. I think it's uh, Something's Gonna Go Our Way. I think that's definitely in, like, my top three of like favorite songs on the whole album. And when that whole song comes out, I can't wait to see how everyone else feels about it. Awesome. Yeah. We can't wait. I'm so excited. We cannot wait. Malin and I had like a full, this is a little embarrassing to say, we had a full fangirl moment when we DM'd and then got a response. Like she called me and I didn't, I just didn't have words for about 10 seconds. Well, I called you and I was a little bit not non-coherent. I won't lie. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, the nice thing is there's six people in the band, so everyone's always on Instagram, and I would say we are able to respond to a majority of the messages, and we just like to do that, so we're glad you guys hit us up. Yeah, we're we're really glad to have y'all. Does anybody else have anything they want to tell us about the tour of the album before we... We have, like, two minutes before we cut to ad. Take it away, Matt. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, I think, the best 502s album called the 502s uh it's basically like every possible genre and style of music and type of song that that we want to put in the world and um yeah it goes so many beautiful places musically and emotionally um and uh yeah i can't wait to get it out there can't wait to play it all across this great nation of ours on tour it's gonna be awesome 502s great american road trip 2024 that's it's funny, be- you, it's every genre, so wait for the rap track. It's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot wait for the rap track. I'll have yeah, it memorized. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all have anybody, like, um, uh, who, like, collaborated with y'all on this album? Um, we have we have a band that's called Hey Honey, who is on this album. Or not Hey Honey, that's the name of the song. Hey Nothing. They're from Atlanta. Then we oh, I think them. I know them. Yeah, so they're pretty awesome. Um, it's a, it's a duo and they opened for us most of last year and it's the first time we've ever had a uh, feature on a song so we're pretty excited for that that's really exciting I would be really excited yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah should be cool okay well it's it's nine twelve, so we're gonna cut to ad really quick and we'll get we'll get back to y'all in like two minutes yes. we will be right back all right if I can find an ad and we are back. Hello. I like this bump. This is a new one. Oh, this is a new one. Ugh. How are y'all doing? You have to turn good. the bump off. I like it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. 
Good. Awesome. Okay. Do you guys make that yourself? Oh, we my have, goodness, no. We have, well, we, <laughs> somebody else made it. We have a girl. Her name is Ray, oh. and she makes most of our bumps. That's cool. Yeah, she's awesome. She makes our intro and our outro, too. Will you turn my mic down? But she's amazing. Shout out, Ray. <laughs> okay, so our second segment, it's a little more interview style. Yes. You know, we have, we have some silly questions and some fun questions. Malin wants to ask the first question. Yes. So, who do y'all get y'all's musical influences from to write your music? Hmm. Should we shuffle the response order now and go in reverse? I th- yes, I think first? we should go backwards. I think we should start with Joe. Yes. Switch it up. Okay. So I can speak to the horn parts really well, or at least at least to what I like to hear or what I like to play when I when I think of it. And a lot of that's going to be contemporary. When I say contemporary, I say modern. So it's like bleachers, the sax player is pretty great. Gotcha. Um, for me, you know, Kamasi is another sax player. Um, Kamasi Washington. And so all of these guys kind of influence my play style live and then what I bring to the table when it comes to recording, what I hear, what I feel. But that's my portion of it. I know um, Ed and Matt will have a lot more to say on this. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay, I think if we're going backwards, we have Matt next. Yeah, um, Joe's definitely like one of the better horn players that uh, you will ever hear. So uh, we're lucky to have all of his influences on that side of the that side of the coin. Um, yeah, I mean, I come from a classical background as well. Um, so, you know, I've studied orchestration. I've studied recording. Um, that's kind of how I got into the band in the first place and recording the first album. Um, as far as piano goes i mean uh, i love uh like classic rockabilly soul music um kind of trying to always bring that that soul and that flair um to that part of the band um and you know vocally i mean i i love uh fleet fox's first album um i just think that the harmony voices is something that's like so evocative and so key um that people always will respond to um so if you come to if you ever catch us like before a show in the green room or side stage or whatever, we're probably literally singing our parts at each other. And that's where everything kind of starts I think to come awesome. together. So yeah, that's why it always feels so organic. I mean, when we play live, we, you know, don't use any backing tracks. We're producing everything live. And, um, you know, when you're used to it coming from your actual body, uh, I think there's something that really gives it life. Yeah. So, yeah. I've noticed that. That's incredible. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, we have, we have Eddie next. That's going to change with the rap track when we start doing that one live. But yeah, beatboxing. All right. I'm here yeah. for the beatboxing. That's awesome. Actually, fun fact about the beatboxing. We've got Nick and Gracie who are not on the phone right now, but we're going to cycle them in because um, apparently iPhone would only let us do four callers at once. Oh, cool. So, anyway, on the song Genevieve, Nick actually – the the part of the opening drums on that is Nick like loosely beatboxing. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. Oh, it, we it, need it, that. That's one that's out. So if you go back and listen to it, you'll be like, oh, that, I guess that's Nick doing his thing. Um, okay. All anyway, right. Fun facts on beatboxing. Uh, fun trivia fact. But I think for me, I, I like, I just enjoy like the kind of organic, authentic music and performances. So naturally, like the folk era of 2010s, I really love Mumford and Sons, Lumineers, that kind of stuff. We're big uh, on the like Lumineers here. I love the Lumineers yeah. so much. Like, oh my goodness. Love them too. Ugh. I would say those two, like, Sign No More and the Lumineers, uh, self-titled album, like, two of my favorite albums. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, and then like Joe said, recently, like we've all kind of been really into bleachers. My wife got us introduced to them about two years ago, and ever since then, the whole band's been really a fan. But like the perform, the way they perform is really inspiring too. So I kind of just like bands that go out and play and are authentic. Um, and those are three pretty big ones for me. Yeah, and that's really important to be authentic. It really is. Like my favorite concert I ever went to was, I mean, the Eagles one, and it's like the second part of the Eagles concert, like. The recent ones, they've had like a bigger show at the beginning because they're paying tribute to Hotel California. Um, but I went to the Hotel California tour and the second part where they just sit with the guitars and play. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, it's so pure. I love it. It's That's awesome. really cool. Yeah, I'm sure that was amazing. Okay, I think finally we have Sean. Sean gets to go last this time. I get to go last this time. Um, so... <laughs> As the drummer in the band, um, I've always been somebody who's been really impressed with drummers that can do a lot. So, like, there's a lot of people like Vinnie Coliletta that really grabbed my attention, who's, like, an insane kind of jazz drum set player. But lately I've been listening, again, like they were talking about with, like, Bleachers and Lumineers. Um, I really was a huge fan of um, the Avid Brothers. Uh, Ed really got me into them. Um, Malin just completely really... fangirl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really I mean, those are men that have experienced true sadness. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> and they, uh, they, I've never understood like how deep lyrics could be for like most of my life, just because I've been so focused on like drum parts. But once Ed introduced me to them, and I saw like the poetry and how that could flow, and how that translates to our show, and how other artists are able to kind of take hold of that it's like kind of been my world lately as well so it's um there's a lot of them so that's why i really enjoy like cozier now that's why i really enjoy noah khan um the morning siders um the you know anyone else that's kind of in the folk pop genre i'm just like grasping to and like wow i understand now that there's so much that can be explored with like lyrics but then also like we were talking about with bleachers like they put on an insane show the lumineers also put on an insane show and we kind of draw inspiration from those um those facets and try to like merge it into our show and that's what makes our show so much more fun yeah it sounds like y'all have got a ton of really awesome influences going on there yeah it's fun because i think we all we all kind of like the same band in some capacity and yeah. the bands that we like are outside of our, our lane a little bit kind of add to it um and like Sean's saying, we all got to, well, most of us went and saw the Lumineers last year when they played in Orlando at the um, arena. And we were like right up by the stage. It was really cool. But then like the guy comes in the crowd and literally ran across the <laughs> backs of the seats right in front of us. <laughs> That's and incredible. So it was really cool. But like we all watch these videos on YouTube and it's like, oh, cool. Well, how do we do something like that on our show? And so it's really inspiring from not only like the musical side, but also from the per performance side of like, kind of pushing the boundaries of um, we want to have the moments in the show that are like you said, where it's a couple guitars and like super authentic and singing, but then also really performance based too. I mean, being from Orlando, Disney's a big place we grew up at. And so like that kind of performance aspect is it's really nice to get it from all over the place and get to watch YouTube videos and get inspired from these bands. Right. That really is incredible. That is incredible. Okay, we're going to switch it up to a little a little more silly of a question now. Wait, I have a silly question that I just, like, thought off the top of my head. Okay, Malin. Because y'all are from Orlando. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, did y'all like Disney or Universal growing up? 
I was definitely a universal. I know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to put in my two cents. I, I worked at Universal Studios. It was like one of my first real jobs. And so I kind of by heart have to say that because I like rides and I like, or at least I like roller coasters and stuff like that. But Disney's got such a cool theme and like you feel like you're in the stories and it's, it's, I guess it's best of both worlds, but if I had to pick, I'd probably pick, I'd probably pick Disney because there's just more parks there, there or more places there. But that's, that's my choice. Well, and like Universal, I think when we were all growing up, wasn't like that relevant, I want to say. Like, I think, no. yeah, like Harry Potter made it super relevant. And now it's right. really, really cool. But mm-hmm. there was like one park, and I don't think they built the second park until like late 2000, like uh, 2000-ish maybe. So, I don't know. It's like Universal now with the Harry Potter world is definitely pretty close up there with Disney, but it, at the time it was very much like Disney was the only option in Orlando <laughs> in a lot of ways. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to ask my silly question. <laughs> okay, so I am a neuroscience major, so I focus a lot on psychology, and I think you can tell a lot about a person based on what color <laughs> they think they are. So... <laughs> Starting with Joe, we're going to go backwards again. Y'all tell me if you had to be a color, what color do you think you would be? Oh, this, okay, so I'm colorblind. That's, that's oh, my oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. But, so okay, great. Colors. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, would be, I would be blue, but I yearn to be green because I don't do it. <laughs> you tell me what that means. <laughs> yeah, what does uh, that mean, Isabel? You know, I'm really not sure. <laughs> There's I, no answer. It's going to be better than that. Uh, I <laughs> sorry. That is honestly the best response I think we're ever going to get on this show. Yeah. Uh, that was incredible. Okay. I yearn. That was so funny. All right. Okay. 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 Who's next? Uh, okay. I, yeah, I also yearn to be green. That was my favorite color when I was a kid. So I always just. I have a green. theory that Malin is a green. So yes, green really is my favorite that. color. I'm such a green girl. Are you going to tell us what the colors mean after, after we've exposed ourselves? <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand the inner workings of, like, your color theory of people. I just, it just makes sense in my head. I don't know if it's actually a thing. I just, like, it just makes sense it's in my head. It's got to be a thing. Okay. Okay, we'll move on. So, Matt, Joe and Matt both yearn to be green. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, um, we, have, we have Eddie next. Eddie. I, I think, I mean, based off of the 502's brain colors, it's, I've always really liked the color turquoise. So that's one of my favorite colors. And recently I've been a fan of, like, orangish colors. Ooh, that's one I don't hear very often. Yeah, it's it's developing. But uh, that, that's where I'm at currently, turquoise or, like, uh, any kind of orange. Okay, okay. And then, finally, we have um, Sean. Um, I really have been a fan of Easter colors for a long time, so I really like purples, blues, and greens, and like light blues, but if there's one color I have to pick from it, I'd probably have to say purple, just because it feels like the most, um, I don't know, it just feels like the most fun out of all of them. I like that. I feel like I'm a purple, personally. Yeah, I do too. Okay, I will actually tell y'all what they mean. So, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> green, oh boy. green is generally like very analytical, very independent as a thinker. Um, orange is considered to be energetic and very charming, very like go-getter kind of vibe. Um, we had a, we had a blue, didn't we? Um, those are very people oriented. They're extroverts. They like to talk to people. And then, um, yellow is one that I also get 
I feel like purple would fall in the category of blue. I feel like I should throw that out there. Um, and then the people who were yellow. I don't think anybody said they were yellow. We hadn't, yeah. We didn't know orange. Well, orange is the energetic one. And then yellow people are very planners. They like to plan and they focus a lot on details. In my head. I don't know if there's a theory that backs cool. that. Honestly, those wow. seem like relatively accurate to what we just yeah. said. Well, there yeah. you go. It was like shockingly accurate. That's... Yeah, I have to change my wow. whole life around color theory now. There you go. <laughs> you never know. Okay, do you have a serious question you want to ask, Malin? I think we have time for like one more. One more question. I think the color's got the best of us. Maybe. And then we're going to uh, have Nick call in. He's going to join. We're going to sub the, the lineup. Oh, Perfect. awesome. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you could play with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, man. Let's uh, go ahead, Joe. Oh, that's. I was not prepared for that answer. <laughs> I would love to jam with. I'd love to jam with Prince. I'd love to go on a little yeah. guitar solo, sax solo battle. That would be Prince. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Prince is incredible. Um, I would say Paul McCartney. I think he's just one of the most incredible musicians and songwriters. I saw him live like 10 years ago, and it was just like the greatest show I've ever seen. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And Eddie? I would probably pick like 2012 Mumford & Sons Little Lion Man. That probably would have been really cool. That that would yeah. that would be sick. That would be sick. Okay, and then finally, Sean. I would. I was. I was re- so ready to say Prince, um, but for the sake of um, doing, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't uh, have a double else, answer. I would say. Um, I would love to perform with Steve Gadd, who's like the drummer for Paul Simon back in the day, and it's like the drummer for a million other people. Um, but just being playing alongside like one of the greatest drummers of all time would be insane. I thought you were gonna say Dave Grohl, Sean. I thought you were. Dave Grohl would be Dave Grohl would be a, uh, a next runner up for sure. So that would be, I'd say yes to that one too. <laughs> He's probably listening to this. You might have just blown your chance. Oh, I might have, <laughs> and he'll make fun of me for it now. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Okay, those were really awesome answers. I think they were better than Malinarize would have been. So oh. we're gonna we're gonna skip our answers and just cut to Ad. <laughs> yes, we're gonna cut to Ad. We'll be right back to y'all. All right, should we try to get Nick in? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and we this are. is the main this is, We've got a really interesting bump lineup this we morning. We do. Okay. Turn it. <laughs> yep, yep. There we go. Okay, and we're back. And we have Nick now, right? I'm here. How's Hi, doing? Nick. How Hi, are Nick. you? I'm good. Awesome. How are you guys doing? So we're, we're, we're so, I don't think I've ever been this good. We're giddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll let you introduce yourself really fast. Okay. And give I, a little fun uh, fact. That's what everybody else said. Okay. One fun, okay. I am Nick Malashenko. I'm the bassist for the 502s. And uh, fun fact about me is... Um, I know I enjoy golf. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> golf. Yeah. Many other things too, but that's the first one you're gonna get. Have you ever gotten like a birdie or a hole in one? <laughs> I have, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When was when was the last time you got a birdie or a hole in one? Well, it's been a long time. Um well a birdie not I mean a hole in one's been a long time, but like I've I've gotten when I was younger I was really into golf for like about a year, year or two. 
I was doing it all the time. And so I got quite a few birdies up during that time. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get maybe like two birdies or three. I'm not that great of a golfer now. I don't, I don't practice as much. I don't have the time. <laughs> That's okay. That's a great fun fact. I feel like yeah. golf was a really big COVID activity. I don't know it if you was. played golf during COVID, but it was really big in our hometown to play golf. Oh, everybody well, we were, went. Yeah. We were all on lockdown, so everybody was on yeah, the golf that, course. That's just the first. I mean, I do. It's like a. It's the first thing I just thought of. So it's like you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's a fun we, fact or not. That is a super we did fun do fact. Top, top golf. We did do top golf as a band during COVID. That was fun. Oh, Next that's fun. With everybody else. So top golf is incredible. Yeah. I've still never been to top golf. I don't know how. I'm really bad at golf. I won't lie. So my favorite thing about top golf is their food. Hey, I've actually gotten a par, guys. Don't ask me how. Same. Who said same? <laughs> Eddie, ha! I'm not good at golf, but I like the food. They have a really the awesome dessert. pretzel. <laughs> oh yeah, pretzel and beer cheese. You can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the golf. Can't really go wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so for our our third segment, um, the name of our podcast is the shout out. So generally, we don't have really awesome bands on, and we just pick something that the two of us want to shout out. So when we do have really awesome bands on. We let them go around and pick something to shout out. So what's a little, just a little thing you want to give a shout out to? It could be your mom or your wife. <laughs> That's oh. a, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Nice. I'll give a shout out to my wife and her TikTok <laughs> and her dresses. Oh, wait, that dress is there. incredible. I've seen the dress on TikTok. It is pinned to my Pinterest board. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeves I are my favorite her, part. Which, which one? The sleeves. Oh, yeah, the wedding dress with the sleeves. She, she added those on. I think I saw TikTok. I'll tell her. I'll tell her that you knew what I was talking about. That'll make today. (laughs) That's it's a really it's an incredible dress. I will I will not lie. Okay, so we've got we've got the wife in the wedding dress on the TikTok. Who's next? Uh, I'll go next with Joe. I want to give a shout out to anybody who has any resolutions that they started at the beginning of this year, and uh, shout out to anyone who has been able to keep them up. And then a shout out to anybody who hasn't. I hope you find another one, or, <laughs> you know, or a step closer, or whatever it is you want to do. Did you have a New Year's resolution, Joe? I had so many. <laughs> I, still, I still have. I kind of went for the the shooting the fish in the in the in the in the barrel type of thing. So I was like, if I do like twenty resolutions, if I nail four of them, I'll, I will have accomplished. That's um, that's a good. Plan. I'm trying to learn another language. I'm trying to keep up with just you know three sixty five days of exercise. Wait, just what language are you trying to learn? Japanese. That's Ooh. a hard one. That is really hard. When I was in yeah. third grade, I had a teacher who decided she was going to teach us to count in Japanese. I don't even know my numbers yet. I'm on like section two. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything anymore. I won't lie. Otherwise, I would help you. <laughs> Konnichiwa. There. That's one. There I, you go. Got that one down. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. Go, who's, who's got another shout out for us? Um, this is Matt. I uh, will like to shout out everybody who supports the 502s uh, in the 502s band far and wide. Um, it's just been an amazing ride, and nothing would be possible if there weren't people out there listening to our music, coming to our shows, um, and uh, can't wait to see all of you guys out there. Uh, would also like to specifically shout out the city of Orlando, which has been my home for a long time. It's, it's all of our home, and uh, our band was born here. And um, we're about to play the House of Blues Orlando in April, which is like a huge achievement for all of us. So very excited about that. That's Can't awesome. Can't wait to see all our friends there. That's awesome. Okay, and I think finally Nick is last, right? I'll do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give a shout out to just any, so all, all my close friends and family, just everybody that's been 
immensely supportive of you know, the five of suits and, and, and my career as a musician. And, you know, these people know who they know who they are. Aww. It's just been, it's been awesome. And it's, it's a lot, a lot. It's always very helpful to have people by your side to, you know, kind of always support you during ups and downs and, you know, but also, you know, when things are going great, they're, they're there for you. Like my sister, especially like getting people like, like her old high school friends are like, probably going to be coming to our show in Orlando like I mean people that I had seen since I was like a kid she's been, like on the phone like it's been crazy like it's pretty amazing that she's willing to step up and hype it like that so, yeah. I mean anyway that's that's my shout out shout out to sisters they're incredible oh, that was a little self-promo so I'm a big sister <laughs> um okay so y'all mentioned that y'all's band was formed in Orlando can you tell me a little bit about that or us the, the listeners yes what did y'all start did y'all start in like high school or I, no. um we we started after college so i went to school in north carolina and then moved back to orlando that's like i said that's where all our friends and family and everything everybody is so came back here and then we just started very small like with an open mic nights and practicing at my grandpa's house and stuff like that and slowly as we needed more members, everybody that's on the phone or has been on the phone, um, we all kind of were loosely connected through high school, college, friend of a friend. And as it was, as we needed somebody in the band, uh, we would search our social media and be like, oh, well, we kind of, like Joe went to high school with me and we didn't really know each other, but I think that we were friends on Facebook and we needed a horn player. So it was just like, well, let's ask him. That's and how Mel and I, I became there. friends. Yeah, it yeah, actually kind cool. of is. So it was super organic, and we just just slowly kind of formed. I mean, this group has been together, started in 2015, 2016, but the group that is the 502s, like touring, it's been since 2018, so five years plus, five and a half years. That's really um, incredible. And it, yeah, it started super organ- organically, and then uh, just kind of developed into something that I think we all thought it could become and are glad that it did. I like that. That's a really good answer. That's awesome. Yeah, I think Balance looking like she's got a silly question she wants to ask. <sighs> do <Nice>. I? Okay. <laughs> so, do y'all have any like funny stories about like chasing bands at concerts, like groupie stories, or like any people that's... that were groupies to you? Oh, I don't know. Like, like that's just. Oh man. Like chasing well, them like city to city or like backstage. Either city to city or backstage, whatever. Whatever you got. I think Malin just needs a good story. I, I need a good story. <laughs> well, here's a funny one. Joe's involved in this one. Um, so when the band, you know what I'm going to say. When we first started the band, uh, the 502s, like we won this Battle of the Bands competition to play at a festival called Okeechobee, which is in like Miami kind of area. Um, and the first year it was really cool. It was Mumford & Sons, Ava Brothers, Kendrick Lamar. Oh my gosh. Um, That's an incredible lineup. Kind of- yeah, it was really cool. And so that's part of the reason why the band formed is because we were like, we would really love to play at this festival. Um, and somehow we won this thing. We played the Battle of the Bands. And it was really cool. So then this, I think the very next year, Joe was in a separate band at the time. And they won this competition. And they went and played. And I think the headliners were the Lumineers. And so knowing how lax the backstage security was the very first year of that festival, um, I put together a... Like a care package with like oh, yeah. silly putty, plastic wrapped, 
everything. Silly buddy. Like, it was just, like, went to the dollar store and bought, like, $70 with just total nonsense stuff that nobody needs. But it was, like, fun stuff. You're like, well, I kind of want that. I kind of want Silly Putty. I kind of want, like, I kind of want a, a, a mask with, like, a unibrow. That kind of thing. That's incredible. And, I would eat that up. Yeah. So put it in this thing. Put a CD in it. And uh, Joe somehow snuck it and put it inside the Lumineers dressing room. And... <laughs> Oh my their gosh. manager texted oh. us they were like we got the package thanks nothing ever happened but that's awesome so that was that's the most uh that's that's my story that's really awesome that's hilarious that was terrifying that was so scary so i, I joe I, tell I, us how you snuck joe back here. there yeah that's done anything like so ed was right i mean not saying anything now at the music festival if you're listening but it was a little bit lax so i, I really could go into any of these because they have these little pop-up trailers and so, of course, I'm scared because I'm I'm just the young kid that won a battle of the bands and has no idea what's going on back here. But all I knew is that this is super sick and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I was like, well, let's get inside this trailer because that might just bring me one step closer to doing this for the rest of my life. And uh, and yeah, I walk in there and there's like three people on a couch. And to you just day, strutted I'm not in. Sure, I did. I did because I was just like, I mean, I don't know what else I'm gonna do. And so I open the door and it's like there's a table. And then there's a bunch of, you know, green room stuff. So they've got like food. And then there's three people chilling on the couch to my left. And they look at me. And I kind of look at them. I just kind of drop the basket off. And we're just like maintaining eye contact. I just say, hey. And then and then, and I run out the door. So, and like for me, for me, this exchange was probably like, what, five, ten seconds. But felt like three minutes because I was just like, oh, my God. Am I going to get kicked out of this festival? <laughs> yeah, right. What am I doing? Um, but, yeah, that was it. It was good. So just eye contact, <laughs> holding a basket. Hey, put the basket down and walked out. Yeah, it's exactly it's exactly how you imagine that that interaction occurred. It occurred. <laughs> I think that is arguably one of the best power plays I've ever heard of. Just hey, here's a basket. Yeah, bye. Totally. Not even just hey. <laughs> Not even gonna explain the basket full of like a mask and silly putty. Just hey, here's a basket of silly nope. putty. Nope. Here's a fun nope. fact about backstages, as I think we've all learned as the band's grown. Nobody has any clue what's going on, so you really could sneak into any any venue if you just talk your way into it. Okay, and Joe's uh, really good at acting confident. When <laughs> going yeah, on. I like worked the Auburn Rodeo last year and like had a had a yellow shirt, and it kind of hit me like I was like, anybody could put on a yellow shirt and just walk backstage, and nobody would question yeah. it. That's how all venues are. So if you ever need to sneak into a show, just tell them I'm, not, I'm supposed to be here. I don't know what you want me to do. And then they'll be like, what band are you with? And it's just tell them the band is playing. <laughs> that <laughs> is such a life hack. I'm working the sales table. Yep. <laughs> I'm selling merch. <laughs> yeah, I'm selling merch for the band. <laughs> That's impressive. Okay. Just, Don't no. be surprised if I show up to a show for the 502s and do that. <laughs> We're just yeah, wearing you your come, merch. You can only come if you sneak in. We'll have your picture at the door and be like, do not let her in. <laughs> Unless they have a full backstory. <laughs> Unless she comes in the back entrance. Yeah, there you go. Wearing a yellow shirt. Okay, okay. It's we're going to do that now. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Okay, I think nothing can top that story. So we're going to cut to ad one more time, and then we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Woo. That was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That was our very emotional commercial. Yes. Um, 
most, most emotional ad that we have on this array. We have we have ads to pick from, and some of them are so. Some of them are ridiculously funny, and some of them are like really really emotional. So there's one that's like Doctor Phil. I played it earlier, and it's just like Doctor Phil is on our college radio station. It's true. Speaking, it's great. I love it. Okay, so way back when, do we have the same lineup? Same lineup, yep. Okay, that's what I thought. I just want to double check. So way back when, when me and Malin first started the podcast, we were really, really bad at planning because we were just wee little <laughs> freshmen in college. So our fourth segment, we would just do a high-low buffalo. And as we got better at planning, it's just become a tradition to end our podcast with, within the last week, a high of your week, a low of your week, and then a buffalo is just like a funny story, a funny like story, or something you're looking forward to in the next week. Because mm-hmm. Malin and I have mixed defin- definitions, mm-hmm. so does anybody want to start with that? Uh, yes, I need to think okay. for a second. Okay. Yeah, same here. That's a really cool high-low buffalo. I'm going to incorporate that in my own life. Kind of cool. It's really fun. Malin, I think, picked it up at camp. And yes, so- I've worked at a camp, or like I been to a camp my entire life and I work at it now and um you know you're going to sleep in your little cabin and the counselor's like okay girls what's the high low and buffalo of your day and it's just so sweet it's so cute I love it it's also a really good way to just fill silence so now that I oh my goodness yeah anytime I'm in a group and the conversation dies I'm like okay guys high low buffalo and it feels so corny but you learn so much about people and you yeah it's my favorite awkward silence feel filler like I do it everywhere I go I'm having a hard time thinking of a low which is probably good that is, that good. is excellent it is it's okay it's acceptable to not have a low I'll We've, come up with one yes oh, it's accept- okay I'm ready all right a low for me is that it's been cold here and it's been like cold in the 30s and 40s and the house that I live in is very very old and it's not very well insulated, so it's been very cold inside my house to the point where I'm like in a hoodie and a, you know, it's like a like in sweatpants and stuff right now. And it's just freezing inside, and all I have is a space heater because the heater in here is like from the 50s and broken. So that's been a low. That like a that's a low. That's cold is rough stuff. Low for me too. Like I, my body does not do well with the cold, and so my hands get really really dry, and I have to just like put lotion or vaseline on them all the time but yesterday in church um i was shaking someone's hand like saying good morning and my hands started to bleed because of how dry my hands (laughs) are oh god (laughs) yeah that's that's a low for sure cold cold is not i feel you there okay i think we do have to cancel out out with a high and a buffalo though yes all right. Um, wait, what's a buffalo again? Just a funny thing? A buffalo is either – so Malin thinks it's a funny story from the past week, and I think it's something that you're looking forward to in the next week. So whichever one of those two definitions you want to take, you can run with it. Hmm. Well, it made me think of the Buffalo Bills losing last night, which I was happy about. So maybe that's my high. <laughs> that could be a maybe high. Yeah. I'm a Dolphins fan, so a Miami Dolphins fan. So Go Dolphins. Do that. And uh, – all right, come back to me on the Buffalo because I gotta think. I gotta think of that. But let everyone else do their high and their low. Okay, I'm ready. Who's next? Uh, this is Matt. I can do. I can do a high. Um, so I uh, just got to play a very uh, intimate little house concert this past weekend um, here in Orlando. Yeah, it was. It was really nice. I mean, as I said, it's pretty cold here by our standards, but um, it, you know. 
was a really lovely backyard setting. They had the space heaters and the torches going and everything. And it was just, it was just a beautiful thing. You know, my, probably my last concert as an actual Orlando resident um, for a while. And um, I actually kind of got my start playing shows in my mom's backyard um, back when I was like 14 or 15. So it felt like a very full circle kind of moment. That is, um, especially right yeah, before y'all go on tour. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and the cops didn't show up, which was a, a fairly frequent occurrence. Um, back when that I was is always a high. Actually, so. Yeah. Yeah. Always <laughs> yeah. a high. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, a low, um, speaking of cops showing up, there was just like a weird physical altercation at the house across the street from me. So maybe a good time to move. Um, oh, <laughs> good thing you're going to Tennessee Yeah, that soon. was weird. Yeah. There's, some, there's, there's just, some, I, I live right next to like a middle school. So there's just some kids kind of. Uh, I don't know, running around, smacking each other around in the street. Uh, I think middle schoolers do that. I think that's a pretty typical middle yeah, school experience. Yeah, I can, I can recall. <laughs> I can recall. Eddie and I actually went to middle school together, too, so it's a you know, funny connection. Um, okay, there's a lot, getting... a lot of yeah. crossovers. Okay, so what was... And, sorry. Did you say you're low? Uh, let's, uh, let's see. A low, I, uh, I'm actually about to go into my old job. <laughs> I got laid off from because I still have my laptop. Um, so that's going to be a little weird. That is going to be uh, strange. Yeah, but, you know, onwards and upwards. All I do now is make music, which is pretty much a dream. I think that's better than, so well. than the 9 to 5. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I like it better, for sure. That's um, so, laid yeah, off of because the band was doing so well, not because yeah. of his incompetent <laughs> abilities. Definitely, right. definitely, definitely, right. definitely. Yeah, thanks, Eddie. Yeah, that's a good clarification. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, Lowe's weird, weird, awkward, you know, saying goodbye type stuff. But, um, and then uh, Buffalo is, is what, like, something we're looking forward to? Uh, yes. Best album ever uh, called The 502. <laughs> um, although that's not coming this week, but uh, our tour is going on sale. So. There you go. There's yeah. the buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna put Joe on the spot for the next high-low buffalo. Okay. All right. I got this. You um, do. You got this. I've been I really promise. Into cook- I've been really into. I love cooking. I cook for the band as often as I can when we have the time to go on tour. Um, just to head this off. But so this year, I've been really just trying to expand what I cook. So my high was that I made uh, this dish that I had first tried in Germany with Sean uh, called Menemen which is like a shakshuka. It's just a, it's kind of like a tomato stew with eggs for breakfast. So I made a really awesome menemen. Um, and then the low is ironically, I also made shakshuka, which is kind of the same variant, except it was really, it was a little too sour. It was a little too vinegary. Well, so my dad is actually German, so I can ask him if he has a recipe and I'll, I'll send it to y'all. Yeah, I will 100%. You think I won't record that as I make it? I will do that. <laughs> um, and then my buffalo, my buffalo is that uh, it's Ed's birthday this coming Friday. <gasps> oh, my Happy birthday, Ed. Is it Saturday or Sunday? Friday or Sunday, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So close. I'm excited for it. Thought that counts. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Actually, that's what I just wrote down. I said buffalo. My birthday is Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we, the, band, the band likes to celebrate everybody's birthdays, and it's, it's tradition now, what, three, three, four years in the making, so we get excited for everybody. And, uh, that's awesome. I love that. Okay, I think our last one right before we run out of time is Nick. Hi, Low Buffalo. 
Oh, this should be money. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty lame. Uh, I live up. Um, yeah, my stuff like the stupid stuff. That's like my. I guess my high is I paid my car off. Oh, there you that go. Round of applause. Yeah, That's dude. impressive. Yeah, yeah, and it still looks good, and I've kept it in good condition. So you know, the old, the old, no, no, it's a good car. It's, I've, I've had it for like seven years. So, but uh, anyway, paid off. That's a high. Uh, the only low I have, thankfully, is uh, I got a couple, a couple sugar ants in the kitchen. I've been trying to get rid of. It keeps coming though, but you know, sugar ants in the kitchen is never good. But uh, that's my low. We've had a ladybug uh, problem in our dorm lately. Close the window. Oh yeah. There's always <laughs> that's something. A good point. But, okay, and my buffalo is kind of what we were talking about. Like, uh, you know, got a song about to be released here pretty soon. Got a, got a really cool tour to look forward to. So. Uh, I mean, is that it? Is that like Buffalo? Like, what? Like a fun? Was it like a fun fact, or like just something like what? What? what yes, just what, what you're looking for forward to. That was perfect, yeah, Malin. So I have also done high low buffaloes, and my entire life I thought it was something you were looking forward to, and then Malin thought it was a funny story from your past week. And one it day, was. one it day is. off air, we were like, we're giving very different different definitions. Um, so <laughs> that's that's how that story happened. Well, all right. We're, uh, we're getting signals from our program director that it's time to wrap up. So thank yes. you all so much for coming on. Thank We've had so, an incredible so time. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's nice to talk to you all. Yes, yeah, of, of course. course. It's nice to meet you all. Yeah. Nice to talk to you all. And thank congratulations you. and good luck on tour. Thank you. Thank right. you. We'll keep an eye out for you guys sneaking in. Oh, um, we will. We'll we be will. there. Bright yellow shirts. Be ready. All right. We'll see. Oh, yeah. See you all. See you all. All right. Bye, bye. all. Coming up to mount with your blah blah blah. Zip your lip like a padlock. Meet me in the back with the jack of the jukebox. Alrighty, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to the shout out on Wiggle 911 Auburn. I'm Isabel. And I'm Alan. You can tune in next Monday at 9 a.m.